Welcome to Wednesday Comics. To my right, APA to himself. Alex, how you doing? Hello, everyone. Marvin, I didn't know you were so good at playing guitar. And to my left, the G-Dub himself. He's in the house. Garrett Walls, how you doing? I'm amped up now. That got me going. I'm well, like, all right. Well, I, I didn't realize it took so fucking long for it to kick in. I didn't realize it was a whole minute. <laughs> I thought we were going to go 20 seconds, and then it was going to kick in. I could tone it down, but it took a whole minute for that to start up. Uh, my name is Marvin. Welcome to Wednesday Comics Podcast for the week of uh, one twenty six twenty seven. Uh, the last Wednesday in January, you are hearing that correctly, 2021, already a month in, does not seem like it, it seems like yesterday was New Year's Day, but we are chugging along in the old 2-1, excuse me, 2 0 uh, Comics still coming out, uh, stronger uh, than ever before, uh, a lot of comics coming out, I feel like at this time, no, no, it wasn't this time, we still had a couple months left, but do you guys remember that comics stopped for a little bit last year? I like that blows my mind when I go back and look at our old shows when like we were reviewing like these trades because we had nothing to read. I was like, yeah, comics stopped. I forgot about that. I feel like a lifetime has gone by in the last year. Like it, it feels like it's been half a decade, not a year. Like that's how mm-hmm. time has slowed. You feel but like it's you're actually been really. It's only been nine months. You feel like you're COVID in still water and time is frozen. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing is with with uh, the books have been gone for whatever it was, two and a half months, three months. Uh, they came back with Vengeance. Uh, John McClane came and beat the shit out of us. <laughs> Simon, Hans is brought, just, you know what, I'm tired. For a second, I'm I too old for this shit. you were going to talk about chipmunks. He said Simon, and I was going to say Theodore. Um, uh, Alvin. Alvin. Uh, Alex, and like, to that same point, I don't, you couldn't pay me money to remember what comics like stopped and had to like catch up on itself and i don't even know like it's back to normal now so like it's hard to tell what was behind and what was not behind i mean there's also some comics that bypass the whole thing by not coming out at all so uh saga what happened <laughs> saga and then uh deadly class it was normal you know what i mean southern Ooh. bastards where you at <laughs> You know, I'm okay. I'm guessing Southern Bastards ended, and you it just didn't end like it really should have. I don't know, man. But Jesus Aaron's been doing Avengers since uh, the like the last issue we got of Southern Bastards. So I'm assuming that's why he's busy. Uh, I don't know. It, it that's the thing too. It's like, um, like you were talking about a, a sender. Like uh, it got delay, delayed indefinitely because something like something happened to one of this, somebody's family. And so, like, I can never tell if it's something I should actually be complaining about or should be like, oh, sorry, like, it's it's actually something that's affecting one of the people's lives. Like, I never know. So, it's kind of hard to be mad about that, but also it's kind of, uh, it interrupts your comic, and so it's not really the best kind of way to experience that. So, anyways, mm. let's uh, go ahead and talk about the books coming out this week. Uh, DC, you know how they like to do it. They like to do it a, a day early. So I have here, books came out on the 26th. That would have been on Tuesday this week. Um, you know what? I usually, so I click on these um, uh, comics that come out. I do the uh, tab to make a bunch of tabs for it. And I think it went out of order for some reason. So if I say things not in alphabetical order, that's why. Uh, Future State Aquaman, number one. That's Brian Thomas and Daniel Sampri on the art there. I will say the art looks pretty great from this preview, especially the colors. Who's doing the colors? Looks like Daniel is. Or at least the colors is not um, uh, credited on this page. So uh, Aquaman, when Jackson Hyde accepts the mantle of Aquaman, he didn't expect to also have to mentor Andy Curie, 
Arthur's author, Arthur and Mira's teen daughter. Nor did he expect he and Andy would get sucked into the confluence, an interdimensional nexus that connects distant planets and galaxies through the one great ocean. And he certainly didn't expect to lose Andy in the process of trying to find their way back home. Now, Jackson's not sure how long he's been stuck in the prison on Neptune. Is it five years? Or how many times he's tried to escape? 200 at least. But today, Jackson saw something in the water that gave him hope for the first time in a long time. And his captors have no idea what he's got in store for them. So you got a little Aquaman story uh, with Jackson Hyde and Andy Curry, uh, Aquaman's daughter. And so we have that coming out. Uh, also coming out, the Future State Batman slash Superman number one comic uh, that also will be coming out from Gene Glenn Yang and Ben Oliver on the art there. Uh, that is a, a good team. Uh, we know uh, Gene from his uh, stint on the new Superman. Then he also write action for a little bit? Uh, yep. Okay. Back in the early days of the magistrate's op- op- occupation of Gotham City, Bruce Wayne found himself pushed to the end like never before, so calling the Man of Steel in for backup makes sense, right? Wrong. Gotham's sinister overload overlords have already spun the ultimate trap in the last son of Krypton, and with Kryptonian power at your command, no one can stand in your way. Plus, where on earth does Professor Pig get a kryptonite scalpel? Brace yourself because things are about to get gross in the caverns below Gotham. So this is one of those that are three ninety nine, so no backups in that one. You think that might have a backup, but it doesn't. So uh also part two of the Dark Detective will be coming out. That is the Marco Tamiki uh, and Dan Mora. And then we have a backup from uh, Joshua Williamson and Giannis Malagones. Uh, I forget what the backup is. Oh, here it is. Red Hood. It's going to be a Red Hood backup in there. Alex, what do you think about the uh, Dark Detective? Awesome. I'm just looking at the cover now and I I love it. So excited. I, I'm excited for the whole team to be, after we get through Future State, uh, fantastic. Probably one of the better ones that we've read recently. Who- Go ahead, Garrett. I was gonna say issue one was awesome. Like it was just and like yeah, seeing this cover, it seems like we're gonna be in that same vein as issue one. So the question yeah. I have is that in a lot of the books so far in Future State, the Peacekeeper Zero One shows up a lot. And um, do we have any guesses on who that might be? Because there's gonna be a Red Hood story in here, so it can't be Red Hood unless that Red Hood's somebody totally different. Um, let me see here. Actually, it's maybe uh, maybe Deathstroke. I mean, it does look a lot like him, so that would be the my, that was my initial thought too. Uh, well, because in Teen Titans, uh, did great because I read the Future State of Teen Titans. Uh, sorry, spoilers for about a week or two ago. Uh, Dick wears the Deathstroke mask, so maybe he's the peacekeeper. Dick Grayson. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> I don't know. The colors match. He's oh, blue. I did buy the Nightwing one, but I haven't read it yet. So I don't know. Like I got to check that out. So That one's good, too. But it's Wait, weird who do, that who do we think Jim one. Gordon was going to be? He's retired. No, he hates everybody now. This is future state. He's let down by the whole system. He's got to punish gonna everybody. A, he's going to be in that new Joker book coming out in March. That's not future state, is it, though? It's not future state, no. Hmm. James Gordon, he's sitting down. He's in a beach somewhere. Uh, this is he's a the book, new Alfred. And this is a book that you're really going to think hard about whether or not you're going to get. Future State Legion of Superheroes number one, written by Brian Michael Bennis, but art by Riley Rossmo. So there you go. The uh, 
the, that just tears me apart. <laughs> the legions <Why>? of superheroes <laughs> by Bendis, but art by Riley Rossman. I will say from this preview, it looks pretty good. So I'll say the cover looks amazing. We'll see about that one here. I'll look like I opened that one twice. Close that down. Uh, Future State Superman versus Imperius Lex number one that is written by Mark Russell and art by Steve Poog. The team that brought you the Flintstones comic and also the uh, um, Exit Stage Left uh, Snuggle Plus uh, book. So here we go with the uh, uh, Imperius Lex versus Superman. I, I expect this will be a very political, uh, introspective kind of book. So if you're looking for action, probably not this one. But if you're looking for something to kind of dig deep into who these two are, uh, this is probably the one for you. So, um, yeah, and it looks like I'm briefly kind of, you know, uh, uh, reading the synopsis, and it does look like it's about uh, uh, lo- what's not. I'm looking for logistics, a lot of politics. So, uh, Black Label. Here we go. DC's uh, Batman White Knight presents Harley Quinn book four. That is the Quintana Collins and Sean Murphy written Mateo Scalera art done by uh, fourth issue of this. Uh, I I believe I've said this over and over again. Eight issues, right? Six. Six. Okay. It's only six. That's sad. Uh, what I mean, there's there's no surprise that this preview looks amazing. Um, I I am super pumped for this. What do you think, Garrett? Oh hell yeah! I mean, the first three issues have been great. And like even be in the White Knight universe while we wait for Volume Three to come out. Hell yeah! There you go. Strange Adventures number eight. Tom King art by Mitch Garretts and Evan Shander Doc, the Doc. Uh, Strange Adventures number eight. Alex, what do you think here? How's the uh, Strange Adventures uh, gonna be? It's gonna be amazing. I mean, there's there's not enough good things to say. It's been a while since I've read issue seven. Uh, I don't even think I've read issue seven. Never mind. But uh, the book's amazing, as you already know from last year, 2020, given the... Uh, so, hang on for one second. Uh, I'm, again, talking into my phone, and I don't have to. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. I, I don't know why I have to tell you guys, but for the record, I'm an idiot, and I keep holding my phone right to my face. You you sound as stupid as we picture you in our heads right now. <laughs> well, good, because it's probably about the... Yeah, it's about even. Is anyway, it? Strange Adventures, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, a issue uh seven came out at the beginning of December, so this was coming up the end of January. So that's why it's been a kind of a long haul. Plus, you didn't read it that we talk about it on the show. No, because we were doing event- our seasonal things then. Oh yeah, you're right. So you know what? There's a good chance I didn't read it either. I probably bought it, but I don't. I haven't read it yet. Uh, here we go. Let's go to the uh, other comic books. So, like this. Okay, this is the one that gets kind of weird. This is way out of order. So let me just, I think this one was the first one. Department of Truth number five, James Tenney the fourth, and Martin Simmons. What is Black Cat? Who is the mysterious man pulling its strings? And why is Cole Turner's, why is he in Cole Turner's apartment? The first arc of the smash hit new series comes to a dramatic conclusion as Cole questions whether or not he's on the right side of the war for the truth. Uh, Garrett, what do we think here? Um, It's almost uh, borderline wolf buzz. Um. You know, I, I like certain beats of the story. kind of reminds you like Men in Black um, mixes with conspiracy theories. But I feel like each issue that's come out so far has been like a new issue one. And like I get it's kind of like an anthology story with an overarching, you know, bureaucracy, 
bureaucracy, God, I can never say that, uh, storyline going on with the uh, Department of Truth. But it's like, we get a reveal at the end of issue one. We don't talk about it until issue three. Issue two has this crazy fucking monster. We talk, we, there's one thing about him, but then you don't see him again. I'm just like, man, this is, it's getting kind of convoluted, I would say. It's getting a little messy. And the art already is. Uh, I apologize there. You, you cut out a little bit, but I think I got the. Uh, I did cut out? Oh, shit. No, I think it was on my side. Because uh, oh. you both, like, cut out. Um, anyways, the people, the people heard what you said. So, <laughs> I mean, for the most part. And uh, 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 you know what's funny about uh, what you were saying is that <laughs> when you said it's getting close to Wolf Buzz, I, for the longest time, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then I was like, oh, wait, no, I understand what he means. It, it's, it's getting close to being uh, not good. So. I thought Sorry. I thought you meant like, too much Home Alone over Christmas. <laughs> I thought you meant like uh, a certain other book that's getting close to Wolf. And I was like, "What book is called Wolf?" Was Echo? Wasn't there a book called Wolf? What was that Sorry, Alice Cott wolf. book? What was that Alice Cott book? Was that Wolves? Yeah, that was Wolf. But this is like Wolf Buzz. Like All right, your girlfriend's. I, I knew I was. I was. I was totally crazy. <laughs> like your girlfriend's. Uh, Boom Studios will skip the boom just because uh, this I know this one's not out of order. Something's killing the children. Number fourteen, James Tenney the fourth again. Where they're dead, uh, Loretta. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Something is killing the kids. Fantastic, fan. It's funny because Honestly, you, you can go amazing. from the spectrum of Garrett talking about Department of Truth with Tenney, and then you go to this with Tenney, and I think actually Garrett, you also really enjoy this too. Yeah, see, that's the crazy thing. And, like, again, the story in Department of Truth, that's its own thing. But this storyline, like, I think it was only origin- like originally going to be a six-issue arc or seven-issue so. arc. And then now it's on issue 14. And you can to- you can tell that it's kind of getting close to the end, probably, of the storyline it's trying to tell, unless they introduce something new. But I love this series. There we go. It, go ahead, I think Alex. the one thing is that you get Department of Truth that just doesn't know when to let the story tell itself. And there's always words. This one, there's plenty of art. There's plenty of just you being terrified for these kids. And that's what I needed from from life. To be, <laughs> to be afraid. <laughs> See, I think my new concept for a comic book is like, if you have to just drown your pages with text to get me to understand your concept of this book, it's not going to work out. I forget who it was now on Twitter. I sent you guys it at the time. That was like, if you're putting more than, I think it was like, four sentences in a bubble like you're doing it wrong like uh and then like it was like four sentences in a bubble and then like three bubbles per panel like it's way too much um here we go colonel weird cosmic minnock number 404 ending this jeff lemire tyler cook trapped in a cosmic pattern and losing his mind the colonel weird has a final revelation uh that is taking him back to where everything started and reveals the way uh, towards freedom. Um, Alex, you getting this? Yeah, but you know, spoilers. Haven't read shit. So. Garrett, Garrett has been reading this, right? <laughs> and I actually, uh, you know, I'm I'm all caught up in my book, so I actually read this book today. And holy shit, guys, you guys need to catch up. Like this is Jeff Lemire writing at its absolute best. Yeah. And uh, Tyler Crook, uh, what a great artist! Like this four issue mini has been so appealing to the eye and. I wish that Tyler Crook would do more art on uh, more books, but wow. You know, getting back into the Black Hammer universe with this and Barbalian, and I saw they announced either today or yesterday that they're going to do a new uh, 
Golden Gale miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited, but this book was awesome. I mean, it, it, you know how Jeff Lemire can go through every single emotion you could potentially feel in your body. He does that in this miniseries over and over and over again. So great, better than, great mini. Better than Skull Digger or Ooh. Skeleton Boy, whatever it was. Well, Skull Digger and Skeleton Boy is not done yet because the last issue comes out in February. So I have to say that Colonel Weird is better as of right now as a complete unit. But okay. we'll see after issue six of uh, Skull Digger. Here we go with the uh, next book on the uh, list here, Marvel Comics, as always, uh, pulling in some books this week. You know what's weird? I'm always looking at this um, as I put this together, and they kind of scaled back on the uh, bullets, uh, and I'm going to take credit for that. Uh, (laughs) But there's only like two books, really, they still do bullets for. It's the Immortal Hulk, for some reason. And, but the Immortal Hulk usually is like one sentence. So it feels like a bullet list, actually. But the one book they consistently have bullets for, and they're not bullets. They're literally just sentences that like go together. I don't think they understand that bullets are for a fucking list. Is Amazing Spider-Man, number 58, Nick Spencer, Mark Bagley. One era of Nick Spencer's run comes to a shocking end this issue. The seeds he plants along the way for the next start to bloom. Don't miss this pivotal issue. What does that mean? One era of Nick Spencer's run comes to a shocking end. Uh, I he's not. Done. I don't really get that because I read this issue today also, and uh, I don't want to say that it was the end of anything. It's literally just the beginning of an arc, so that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Marvel for you. It tells you one thing means another. And I do see number fifty nine is written by Nick Spencer, so I don't know what that is supposed to mean. <laughs> the end of an era for Nick Spencer. <laughs> Who's doing the art, Bagley? Yeah, for Bag- the next yeah. one. Oh, for the next one. Uh, I think the next one was Gleason. I thought I saw he's coming. Uh, let's see, I have it right here. Uh, Marcelo Fiera. Oh, okay. somebody who is not Gleason or Bagley. Bagley's doing the cover though. So, hmm. uh, another book here that might be uh, uh, ruined this issue is uh, Daredevil number twenty six, the uh, King and Black tie-in. Chip Zdarsky with art by Mike Cawthorn. Uh, cover by it says art and cover by Marco Cicchetto so I'm wondering if that Mike is doing some sort of flashbacks a devil consume Matt faces the darkness unlike any before meanwhile Electro may be in over her head for the first time in her life Daredevil must find the strength to continue the continue the fight as all hell breaks loose there you go the tie in with King and Black all right If it's done tastefully, it wouldn't be a problem. And I, I feel like Chip would be able to be like, okay, I, I understand that I need to contribute a little bit, but I'm not going to let my book get too overly sucked into it. I mean, I could be wrong. Could be fully just Noel's here and now Daredevil works for him. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know what I was thinking about, Garrett? And I always mm-hmm. say Garrett because I know Garrett watches these shows. You know how the CW, they always have like that event where they all come together at least once a season? Right. And they kind of lead to that though. Like no 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 one show is only about that and then like the rest of them just have a random episode about that too. Like I don't know why if they're planning to do some sort of event like this they don't drop hints along the way and have them all kind of tie in. It, but also like if you're going to have something like King of Black which to be fair to Marvel or anybody else reading that like I'm not reading those books currently so I'm not sure if there is some sort of overarching thing. But it does seem like a very Venom-focused thing. And it seems like the books that 
like it it infects <laughs> going out aren't really part of the story. They're more just like, hey, tie this in. And so if you're going to have something super focused like this about one character, you think you would limit the amount of books that are effective by it, but it seems like every book has had some sort of king and t- uh, black tie-in. Yeah, I think they're really trying to, uh, you know, double down because if you think of death metal, they had like three tie-ins coming out a week and that would also sometimes coincide with one issue of death metal coming out. Yeah. So they're trying to do their own version of that. But I mean, for what I saw from Daredevil, like I looked at the three page preview for Daredevil, like I feel like there will be a healthy balance, but there was one page where I was instantly just like, ah, oh, fuck, here's the event porn. Cause like, you know, and I agree with you, Marvin, they should totally build up to it. Like, even if I get an editor's note at the issue before this saying, well, you know, sometimes Daredevil gets dark, you know, or something stupid like that. So at least I know that. Like, I think we uh, the same page that you saw is the one I just saw that made me think about that. There was yeah. like a certain monster on it. Uh, and I was like, yeah. this is not this book. That's not, that's right. not this book since it started with Chip. Exactly. Um, the thing also, I, I like, if you think back, so like there are certain things like, let's say Civil War, that's been a long time coming. I mean, a long time ago, but uh the Civil War made sense for every book to be affected by it because it is something grand scale where they are talking about our mask able to do this, do these things, or is it illegal? So it would make sense that every book has to make a commentary on it. But when you have something, like I said, like uh, that is really specific to one type of character, it's like, why are you just, why I don't understand. Like, just keep it out, whatever. Um, and it is a it is another head scratcher because they literally like before the pandemic did that venomized series yeah series and I'm just like so why are we doubling down on venom like venom's cool but now you're just like what he's like becoming Marvel's Batman sort of what you was know, the last thing like, they just did what was that called again the which one the last one they did uh fuck I can't what, remember venom venomverse yeah venomverse no I mean the last like event that they did Marvel. Remember, we kept talking about it every week, and I'm X-Men. like, I'm not reading it. No, not X-Men. No. It was that, like, book. It had its own book. It had tie-ins. It was, like, about... Jeez, I didn't even Car- know. Was it, was it about Carnage? No. No. Uh, it was last last winter, wasn't it? No, it literally just ended. Well, last winter. Do you mean, like, like, December last year? It could have been. Uh, I don't know. You know Marvel, they do like three events a year and think it's the biggest shit ever, so... Well, DC had three going on at one time. <laughs> they had two going on at one time, thank you, sir. Uh, Let me look and see. The only one I can think of was the X-Men X of Swords. Yeah, well, that was like, we knew that was coming for a while. Like, Sickman knows how to tell a story, but uh, I know what Marvin's saying. I, I remember there being a big... Yeah, it well. was, it was, this, it was, God, what oh, was the, the seed one, the plant one, the tree one, Empire. Uh, Empire, that's what it was. Oh, Empire, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. thinking of. All right, anyways, that was nice to <laughs> literally not remember, even though it just finished. Well, that was something like, uh, that also, like, was the same thing, but it didn't affect as many books, so it's weird that this one King of Black thing is affecting more books, but who knows, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I feel like, especially New York. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Just because, like, every Marvel hero is in New York, you know? I still I, I, maybe like, that's the one thing I wanted to see. So, much like Marvin had said years ago, he wants to see a Batman in Alaska story. I want to see a Avengers story that takes place in North Dakota. 
where the bad guy decides, screw going to New York where everyone's sitting there waiting to beat the shit out of me. I'm going to go to North Dakota and, do what? and wreak havoc. And wreak and, havoc on, uh, on, on dirt? Impregnate all the bison up there. Jesus and Christ. <laughs> mutated bison men. You just and want... then they can call it bisonized or something. And wow. M. Bison from Street Fighter is now the new <laughs> showrunner for I don't know. Just you, branch out. You just New like, York has got enough shit. You just like animal human hybrids. That's all you want. I, who doesn't? <laughs> the BMNT <laughs> bison meat. I feel like I that, that would sell work. as well. Uh, Excalibur number seventeen. Uh, Teeny Howard, Marcus Toe, uh, Alex, you said you were still getting this, but obviously I haven't read it probably. I think I'm like now 20 issues behind just on X Men, <laughs> X Factor, and everything else. All right, New Mutants number 15, Vida Allah, uh, Ayla doing the writing, Rod Rice doing the art there. Uh, Vita, uh, we did a comic we read today, uh, and actually enjoyed that part of it. Um, Rod Rice, uh, always good on art. I'm looking at the cover here, and I do see that Pegasus does look angry. So, uh, um, watch out for that. Uh, New Mutants, are you caught up on that, Garrett? I don't get it anymore. That's one that I dropped after, uh, X of Swords. Oh, Rod Rice, that looks like some good art, so we'll see that. Wolverine number nine, Ben Percy, Adam Cuber. What about that one? I am caught up on that one. Um, you know, we're kind of still, still dealing with uh the omega red vampire story uh, a little bit um and i love the cover on this one where wolverine's cut off hand with his claws is up for auction so um which kind of makes me scratch my head because i'm like you know i know wolverine's indestructible but like how is his limbs being flailed off when he's got an adamantium skeleton so that using his sword huh Oh, using that sword, Muramasa blade. Oh. But okay. then it would, it would outdo his healing factor, so it'd be like seared off. I don't think he could regrow his hand. Hmm. I guess he could if he's been ripped in half and then his legs grew back, so it wouldn't be a big deal. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, no, Wolverine's been great. Uh, you know, I thought that it would be tied very heavily into the X Men books. Uh, which it has in, like, obviously the X of Swords. But otherwise, it stands perfectly on its own. And uh, this is the Wolverine that I've been waiting for. I mean, this is like the old man Logan uh, before that horrible, shitty Return of Wolverine series uh, came out. So this has just been gold. It's been great. You can't, I can't believe you reminded me of that. I thought, no, I love Wolverine. No, you're right. That four issues sorry. is shit. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't need to put some stank in your mouth because, like, shit. That book sucks. X-Men 17, <laughs> Jonathan Hickman. Here's, guys, here's why I get disappointed. Bread Booth on art. Uh, Storm oh. of the Empire. You, you know things are bad. I'm looking at the preview here, and it's an uncolored preview. You know they're behind on getting this done when it, it's not even colored yet for this preview. Um, also, does that look like Bread Booth art? So I'm, I don't believe he did these pages. Unless he's totally changed his style. I don't believe this is him. Do they all look the same? No, that's what I'm saying. It does not look like his art. I mean, to be fair, it's it's uh, um, God, what's her name? Uh, Marvel Girl and uh, a bunch of aliens. So I mean, they don't they shouldn't look alike. Huh. We'll see there. X Men using a light. I may be looking at the wrong book. Had she had a lightsaber? 
I don't know. I feel like that's a preview for a Star Wars book and not actually. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. She's got a lightsaber. They have the wrong. F- that, and yeah, that's a fucking like Greedo. That oh. this is a fucking. You're right. Previous <laughs> world issue. You're right. This, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was like. Does not look like Brett Booth art. So they couldn't even find the preview. They're just like, hey, put anything with that right now. We just can make sure. That's hilarious. Oh, it okay. must be the uh, the bullet point guys in charge of the previews and the the bullets. So. <laughs> Hey guys, no, we I got said nothing Star fix this. Wars, not X Men. Star Wars. See now, that's why I don't like Star Wars. Infects other books. Hey, that art looks better than Brett Booth's art, so that's why why they had to put it on there. Hey, this will sell books. Yeah, you guys don't. Brett Booth doesn't draw art at Marvel. Don't worry about it. Just look away. You know what's funny is that we normally record the show earlier in the week, but because of uh, uh, my fuck up. Uh, we're doing it on a Wednesday. So for the first time ever, while doing the um, uh, forecast, forecast, Jesus Christ, I'm looking at Storm <laughs> too. Uh, I can actually look and see what people thought of this comic to see if it's going to be worth my time. And uh, this book currently on Comic Book Roundup, which I usually use because it kind of uh, curates all the reviews, gives you an average, 7.3 it's got. So it looks like it's not as good as the other ones. Um all in all, X-Men 17 may be more the same extremely contained storytelling that will almost certainly come back later. Brett Booth's art elevates the story. I don't believe that review. Bullshit. <laughs> we'll see, I guess. Uh, oh, hey, do you, see, do you guys see these variant covers with the Marvel covers? Like where they're fighting the Xenomorph from Alien? Yeah, yeah there's an Alien. That, holy type. fuck, that Wolverine one's awesome. Hey, also I wanted to mention, I noticed on the X-Men one it said this. Maybe it's in the other ones. I just didn't notice, but uh, Marvel is doing the thing where you buy the comic and get a free digital edition with it. Oh. Mm, let's see. Let me look at the Spider-Man one. No, Spider-Man does not say that. X-Men does. So X-Men is coming with a free digital one, which is a thing that Marvel used to do for all their books, and then they stopped. And now... Uh, and then, no, they started doing it where you got the issue digitally, and got the print and then they switch to you just get a random fucking issue <laughs> digitally and it usually would be something that was like really old and probably cost them like cents and now it just says bonus digital edition details inside so i think it's the first time i see that pop up in a long time that hmm. uh, you get a little digital with that so uh alex what do you think is gonna be your pick this week oh dark detective number two garrett Oh, I'll mix it up. I'm going to say something is killing the children, number 14. All right. And I am going to go with, uh, you know what? I think Dark Detective, too. So, um, you know what's funny? There's not, not. Not Strange Adventures? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. Forgot about that book. No, and you know what? I'm going to go with Harley Quinn. I'm really excited for Harley Quinn. So, I'm going to go Harley Quinn. That's not coming out this week, is it? Yeah, yeah, he said it on the show. I didn't know what Strange Adventures was. I was looking at a different website, and it didn't have it on there. For some reason, a lot of websites like to break those up: what's black label, what's not. And that's what I was doing, like for the first two weeks. I didn't think when we started when DC, whenever they switched over, and I had to go to different websites. Uh, I think for a while, I was not saying what the black labels books were coming out because they were not listed with the rest of them. Har- so. Harley Quinn doesn't come out till next week. Talking about? I just read it on this thing here. DC? Are you talking what? Oh, sorry, Black Knight. Sorry, I thought you were talking Future State. My apologies. Shut My up, head. Garrett. Hey, what do you know? There's two, there's two fucking Harley Quinns: the Future State one and the Black 
Well, I mean, there's White Knight. There's two in the White Knight. There's two in the White and the White Knight book. True. All right. That that's a good pick. Wait a second. I can't remember. Did that other one die or just get away? No, she's Neo Joker. Oh no, they they made a compromise. That's right. Yeah, she let her go. Uh, She got the shit beat out of her by uh, normal Harley Quinn. Alex, what's the uh, weather gonna be like? You know what? It's going to snow a little bit probably near the weekend. I know everyone says that, hey, it's going to get a little warmer. You know what? Don't listen to the news. Three days ago, they told you it was going to snow. Now they're like, hey, by the way, it's going to be 40 this weekend. They're full of crap. I know. I put my... You know what? I walked outside tonight. Walked the dog. I took a deep breath in. You know what I could smell? Snow. Moisture. Garbage coming this direction. Heads up. Get your shovels. Um, what yeah. was it last week that we said Alex has better be right? Like your your whole thing's hedging on this, that it was going to snow I, or wasn't going to snow last weekend. Was was not going to snow, and it did, I don't remember, didn't it? It didn't. But then I I saw flakes and I said, guys, I lied. And you're like, no, it's just a little bit. No, it's not. No, I am a hundred percent right. I can just <laughs> smell it in the air. I'm like the Wolverine, but not as cool. Uh, speaking of which, we do have uh, a voicemail commenting on your uh, uh, your weather skills. I'm ready for the it. The only weatherman I trust in the world is Alex. <laughs> there you go. And we have another one. Wow. <laughs> I, you know what? I really appreciate that, Tom. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Marvin calls donut hole donut ball. What is wrong with you, Marvin? <laughs> Good God! I, I oh. did. I did listen back to that show because I was like, "What the fuck's he talking about?" They're called donut holes, and I do call them donut balls. <laughs> and none of you fucking call me on it. You both agree, so I mean, I'm going to call all of us. Why don't call these <laughs> these guys? To be fair, I I imagine that there are things that I say differently than you do. That maybe you do call them donut balls, and most people go donut holes because that's what. You know, after you pull them out, it's the hole from the donut. But yeah, I'm just gonna let it go. But a hole from now on, I'll call you on your stupid shit. You a, say a hole is an empty space, so like donut balls is more descriptive, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when it's in point. the donut, it's not a ball. But when you scoop it out like a ball, it's it, a ball. The donut hole is the actual hole in the donut. The actual thing that comes out of it is not a hole; it's a ball. Case closed. Let's call them donut spheres. How about donut Lawyered. spheres? Um, <laughs> I do see. I do also got two additional uh, voicemails here, and they're both five seconds exactly from the same number. One on Thursday morning, and then the other one Thursday afternoon. So I've, I don't know what this is. It, it's playing right now, and there's no audio. So somebody just sat here for five minutes. Full time. Five minutes or five seconds? Five seconds, sorry. If it was five minutes, maybe I could listen to the whole thing. So there we go. Uh, there we go. Comics coming out for this week. Uh, look forward to uh, catching up on uh, some of those. But talking about reading comics, you gotta you gotta talk about the books that we read uh, for this upcoming week. And guess what, guys? We went back to it. Future State. Uh, let's talk Future State first. All the Future State books here. Uh, you know what? Let me start with Future State Catwoman. That is the book in which uh, we were uh, talking about last week, Otto Schmidt and Ram V writing it. Otto Schmidt was the uh, person, uh, you know, you're going to have a good time, at least with the Otto Schmidt art, so that's why you get this book. And uh, I actually wanted to share my thoughts up front. Usually I kind of 
throw it to you guys and then I'll add in later. But let me start with this here. I did want to mention uh, that uh, I did like this issue. Um, it does kind of start. I don't know. And that's the thing, though. If you're not reading all the Future State books, I don't know if this like comes from a different part of the story or if you're just going to have to be like, uh, it just happens. Uh, right. But it does seem like way later because uh, they know spoilers that uh, Bruce is alive or Bruce is on this. And he we know that Dr. Jack, if he's still out there roaming around. So that was kind of confusing for me. But otherwise, I thought it was a nice little fun book. It's not really too heavy or something that like I would say this necessity to read. But like the onomatopoeia appearance and all that, I was like, you know what? This is a fun book. It's a fun action kind of book. So. <clears throat> yeah, I was surprised that I'm, I'm, uh, I can't even say it. Omni um, showed up because, uh, you know, that's Kevin Smith's creation. And uh, I love when he first got introduced uh, into his uh, Batman limited series. Um, but yeah, this kind of reminded me of Snowpiercer, obviously, because there's a train uh, and there's different cars and whatnot. But uh, yeah, Otto Schmidt's art. I mean, boy, did I miss seeing that from page to page, panel to panel. I mean, how great did that look? And then, yeah, Ram V is really impressing me with his uh, Future State Swamp thing in this, and I think he's doing a couple other Future State books. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it as well. Actually, Garrett, to answer your question before we even started the show, I did read Swamp Thing Future State. So I did read Whoa. one other book that wasn't on our list. Hey, man, you are one for one, my, I'm, I'm my doing dude. such a good job. Just tomorrow's a new day. Uh, I like this issue. It was uh, the other character that we got to see, which was the cliffhanger or not. No, I guess the cliffhanger was Bruce. Uh, we did see Talia was back in town. We saw the Shesker cat, but she... Oh, yeah, Talia. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. So I kind of enjoyed seeing Talia. It was nice to know that she's not just living in a hole uh, and that she's, and she's coming for her man? doing something. Yeah, she came for her man, which... I, I'm interested to see if there's a dynamic between Catwoman and Talia fighting it out again. Uh, to whether or not they can get married and then Catwoman's just going to leave him <laughs> or not. Who knows? Bruce, you thought you could get captured and be put on a train and get away from me. Not today, Bruce. I I, I will attack this sh- train. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, I find you. Stab uh, dude in throat. <laughs> stab him right uh, in his throat. But it did look like it pierced the armor. So I'm going to kind of, you know, she was a little low there. So I guess maybe <laughs> it's, it's more flexible armor so they can move around. So maybe it is a little less thick at that place but the thing i liked about onomatopoeia showing up is that it, they don't make it they don't make him a hero like he's still a villain but catwoman's like hey help me get out of here and you can just you'll leave out no no questions asked like you can just go back out there so she's willing to kind of like not 100 percent be a hero but just do enough to uh you know get these kids off of this train so she doesn't even know that bruce is on it uh talia does so that's gonna be interesting kind of meet up whenever we get to it. I believe this is only two issues, right? So, uh, Yep, I think this one. I think only the five ninety nine books, whatever the first story is, those, those are four, are four yeah. issues. Okay. I did like how this book kind of had always had um, time to it. It also made it seem like kind of help with the action to be like there's always like some sort of uh, countdown. The beginning countdown being like how long they had until uh, the guy would open the door. So they counted down for that, and then they say, hey, set your timer for 50 minutes until uh, we get to the tunnel, and so that's going to. Everything about the way that the story's kind of set up kind of adds to that, uh, like, everything needs to be done now. Like, it adds to that uh, anxiety that they're on a time limit. 
And uh, I really do like that, especially with the train, like something going so fast that they have to make sure that they get and take over the train before it gets to that tunnel. I will say one thing, though, and we knew this about Otto Schmidt, but uh, Otto Schmidt makes no qualms about drawing a woman uh, very voluptuously. <laughs> and there's a couple of panels of uh, Catwoman where I was like, I don't know if those proportions are re- like possible in real life, but all right, Otto. Um, there's like one where her, uh, she and Anamatapia like first come into that doorway and she's like whipping uh, four guards where I'm just like, there's no way like that waist and then the top is so top heavy, if you know what I mean. It's like, I'm not sure, like, she's got to have back problems there. Like, calm down, Otto Schmidt. Like, <laughs> I, like how, do you, how does she put on that damn suit with those kind of proportions? Uh, I just noticed that because I was like, is that, especially that one panel is kind of absurd. But that's kind of his style. So, I mean, there, but there's some panels before where I'm surprised, Alex, uh, you're not sitting. There's just panels before where, like, she's, like, super, um, <laughs> I don't want to be, I don't want to sound like a sexist ass, but th- there's panels before where she's not so voluptuous. So it does kind of, like, change between <laughs> panels. And it just fucking, it did, so it kind of, like, it was more noticeable, that one panel where I was like, oh, okay, that's weird that all of a sudden now you're like this, so. Um, <laughs> I didn't. You know what the sad thing is? Maybe I wasn't paying as much attention in this book, but now I got to go back and look and see how much I missed. I would take a look because it's kind of yeah. Uh, I don't think I noticed that either. But I, I only noticed because that one panel, like she's like the center of the panel, and you know why you guys don't notice? Because when I read digitally, uh, uh, I do it where it does panel by panel, and so it's probably it was probably like more apparent to me. And then oh, uh, I do it too that way. Oh, okay. Well then, open your eyes, buddy. <laughs> Uh, uh, it was good. I was gonna give it. The art kind of makes me want to uh, give it an eight. Uh, normally, I think like that's this is one of those cases where if it had a different artist and art style, I might kind of take it down a notch. But the way the story was told in this style, I think an eight's good. Is what I feel comfortable with. So I'm gonna give it an eight. That's what I was thinking as well. I think it was a solid story, but obviously the art was solid. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for issue two to see how that kind of wraps up. But, uh, you know, a love triangle in one issue. Game on, Ram V and Otto Schmidt. Game on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it an eight. And I'm pretty sure that page you're talking about when they're both entering the door, I think her spine would have cracked in half when she walked through. <laughs> or she would have tipped forward. Well, and I'm looking back now, too. Look like two pages before that. She does not look like that. So it's weird that Shelson changes her body shape. <clears throat> Uh, maybe sometimes she adds a little padding to the front, like maybe her suit has a between an coaches to between, adjust where it between needs the to. fucking train uh, coaches. She changed it. Maybe she's like, "Hey, I need to stuff this a little bit more, so when they shoot me in the chest, I'm fine." All right. <laughs> um, where was this book? Where the fuck did it go? Uh, you know, that's why because I browse library. Here we go. Um. I don't want to see in progress. I want to see what's my last book here. <laughs> Anyways, next Batman. Uh, John Ridley. And uh, I believe... Oh, here it is. John Ridley art by... I want to say... Here it is. Laura Bag- Bragley. Which, by the way, let me also start with this part here. And there's two backups, too. I will let you know, though, I didn't read the last backup. I didn't have time to do that. I read the Batgirl one, which is fine. I like actually kind of like that one. That was the one by Vita that I mentioned earlier. Uh, it was fine. Uh, nothing to, uh, uh, you know, praise uh, too overly about, but it was fine. 
Uh, but it, it, it pales in comparison to, once again, Batman Future State, the next Batman number two. I fucking loved it. I mean, uh, Laura Bragley's art, like, that's something I was, like, looking at. I was like, this is somebody, and maybe I have to look at the um, uh, credits for books coming out post-Future State. But, like, this is somebody who they should get on board to do a continuous monthly book. And then John Ridley is somebody who is surprised me at being like his first thing that he's written for comics to be a Batman book and to be this fucking good. Um, because I, I, you both know, and I, I think we, we also kind of agree on this point to a certain extent, but when there's a lot of narration, especially somebody thinking their head, it can get a little too much. But in this book, the narration made sense to me. Like it was what somebody actually would think in their head and they're not explaining like something that they would know. Like, why are you talking about, you know, uh, Lucius, this is not, this did not happen in the book, but for example, they're not being like Lucius Fox has a son called like, why are you talking about yourself like that? Like, you know, that information that's just so you can tell it. But in this one, all the narration is him like being a detective. And I was like, and he's like, and he's counting the time. He's keeping track of the time because you know how fast the police response is. And he's keeping track. And then he's like, oh, they're early. And like that whole scene I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I liked it as well. I mean, I think that, uh, again, this original take on Batman is just a lot of fun. Um, and I like, you know, when there was narration, it kind of seemed more like a poem to me. It just flowed so nice with how the story and the art was going. Like you can, there's ways to pull off narration and this is one of those ways. Um, but I, I just love the story through and through. And, you know, your comment at the beginning of this about you didn't read the third part. You probably don't have to go back cause, uh, not I, I, I didn't read the third. I skimmed through it and I was like, I don't care. And even the second, the the other backup, I was like, you know what? I'm going to read the first half of it. I was like, I don't care. It was okay. I, I liked it. I liked it with Spoiler and Cassandra. I did like the uh, concept of it more than the execution, but I thought it was fine also. But the next Batman, I mean, those two things aside, like the next Batman is generally worth the price. Even though it is fucking six bucks, I think it's worth it. I, I, I don't know how to explain it, how much I love the beginning part. It just feels so fresh. For a character who's been around, I think for a part of for me is it's it's not it's not Dick, it's not even anybody who's been in the family, yeah. Because it's not Luke, it's a brand new, it's literally a brand new Batman. And after he'd gotten shot in the side, and he's having pain, and he's talking to his his uh, Alfred, and he goes, "You know what? My my suit's doing its thing to help adjust my my bleeding to help me not bleed out, but I can't do anything about the pain." I just have to ignore it. And I was like, you know what? That's a that's what I'd be telling myself if I've gotten shot in the side. I'm like, okay, my suit's doing its thing, but this hurts like hell. I was gonna And make, I still gotta it, go find these two bad guys. It is super funny you bring that up because when I read that narration, I uh thought of you when he's like the compression packs in my suit are gonna keep you from bleeding out. Nothing I can do about <laughs> the pain though, so keep going. I just it it was amazing. Like this this is one of those books that I actually wish that Future State was just the the lead into what was coming, and to know that is a Jace is his name, right? Yeah, uh, Tim. He goes Tim by Fox. what? He goes by Jace. Yeah, go by Jace they, then. They call him Jace. I don't know why he changed his name. Remember? 
Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, I like him. I like him as a Batman. I like him that he's not. And I'm all for Bruce. I love Bruce as as God Batman. I like Bruce as the greatest detective. I like him most of the time. I don't like him kind of that emo uh, Batman that we got in Tom King's run from time to time. I like this renewed Batman who doesn't know exactly what to do, and he makes mistakes. And and much like the I'm bleeding out, but I I got to keep doing this. He fights forward, and I love that. That's it's a good feeling to have to know this Batman's going to do what he needs to do. Uh, no matter how much it hurts. And to know that, honestly, for me, it's not like there's going to be a Bane who shows up and breaks him in half and all that shit. It's simple thug stuff. And that's what I like most about it, is the big bad guys that he's going up against is a, a husband and wife, spoilers, uh, who beat someone to death for what they did to their daughter. And uh, as, a, as a dad of a daughter, I totally agree with what they did. Beat the shit out of someone who hurt my kid. Yeah, I mean it's a totally street level Alex, Batman. They also they didn't really just beat him up; they killed him. So I mean, that's well, that, they, 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 you know what? He's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah, I like that it's a street level Batman. He is like I don't. I think if we would have had one of Batman's rogues gallery in this book, it would have taken away from it. I just like that the only thing that has ties to Bruce Wayne and all that is the Batman persona. Otherwise, it's his own thing. Um. Yeah, it's just so much fun to read. And Alex, I don't know if you know, but they are doing a John Ridley is going to be writing a mini series that takes place at or I don't know if it's before or after Future State, but still with the uh, new bat, the next Batman character. Oh, really? So, no, I yep. did not know that. I'm excited for that then. Yeah. Do you know when that starts? Uh, no. Okay. Probably May. I would say. But I give this, I'm going to give it a 9. I loved issue 1, I think, a lot better than I liked uh, this. I mean, this issue was great, but it was a lot of build-up. And, you know, another interesting point about, you know, prior to this, we learned about uh, Mayor Nakano, or Nakano, uh, was it in Detective? Um, yes. And, and so, it's pretty cool to see the seeds of Nakano being in Detective kind of come into him being the reason that the Magistrate is in Gotham, so... Uh, pretty interesting stuff, and like you know how Nakano, I'm gonna say it wrong every time, uh, hates mass, so it's just interesting this kind of police state of Gotham. Uh, I'm gonna give this solely on the next Batman a 10. Yeah, me too. I, I was about to say that I, too. I was like, let's ignore the last two, and I'm just gonna give this a 10 based on new Batman. This book has enough excitement and enough, um, just Batman. I mean, the name Batman enough to make me excited. This feels like more of a detective story, even from time to time. It's it's what I want. I mean, even the uh, what you were talking about, Alex, like the people who he's going against, not even just those two parents, but like the cops and then um, in the political standpoint, like the people who are in charge. And she's like, this is you can't just have a law where you like are this authoritative. And he's like, well, to take down the Batman, we need to do this. And she like kind of agrees. Uh, even like that was like, every, there's not one point in this book where I was like, oh, this is not needed. I was like, yeah, if you're going to take down the Batman, especially this new person who thinks he can rise up because Bruce Wayne died, you come at him from all angles. You don't just come at him from one angle. You got to do everything you can. So, And uh, 
who do you guys think's the guy in the last page, uh, the cliffhanger of the next Batman? Do you think that's uh, Peacekeeper One, or is that somebody we're supposed to know? I don't remember what that page looked like. Give me a uh, second. Let me, let me look so I can give you my expert guess. Oh, isn't that guy earlier in the comic, though? Yeah, he is. He's talking to the uh, uh, lady detective. Um, oh, he, he the said, one with he, the mustache? Oh, it's not, yep. It's not Peacekeeper 01, because he meant, he says earlier in the book, he goes, you want me to wait till Peacekeeper 01 gets here? Right, I just saw that. Well, he's a captain of some sort. Oh, he almost looks like Floyd Lawton. He almost looks like Deadshot. Ooh. Could be, could be. Uh, Stillwater number five by Chief Zdarsky and uh, Perez, Ramon Perez, uh, is the continuing story uh about a town in which you cannot die, in this issue here, the townspeople have had enough about being stuck in the city according to the uh, judge's rule and decide they're going to do the awesome plan of saying, hey, we're going to vote and we're leaving, buddy. And uh, and it uh, does not work out so well. <laughs> um, uh, in in um, uh, Tommy or it, it knows that it's not going to turn out well, but they don't believe him. So, uh, Also, the B story about them going to bury a random body um, because Tommy's friend got killed. And so then people are asking questions on the outside and they don't want anybody showing up and investigating that. So they're going to take care of that too. I really, this issue was very uh, intense from the beginning and it kind of, you know, the weird thing is, is that this uh, story feels a lot like the whole reason why I, I love the walking dead without having to have zombies be there to be like kind of like here's the thing in the in the in the walking dead book the zombies always feel like to keep it exciting and i think in this that the the humans are so uh horrible and, and horrible things happen that it's exciting enough that aren't you don't need anything like that to kind of keep this going especially the way this book ends you know what the hell's going on here with the marines yeah that is, because uh, the, the next issue is going to be the conclusion of the first arc, right? Yes. Yeah. Or at least the introduction for what I assume what these four or five guys are. And uh, poor our, our, our uh, poor buddy, the, the reverend, or the doctor, uh, Doc. adios, hasta la vista. Well, see, the thing is, is they talked about earlier that if you just, if you were like decapitated, you can grow your whole body back. But if it's all burned, then could you really come back? Probably not. I you think know, as long as you have a, a usable cell, why couldn't you? Well, well it needs to be able cells. to survive. Well, I did I, like that scene when they're leaving the courtroom and all the like. They're like walking. I mean, they're kind of like a little run or a little hitch in their giddy up to get out the door, but everyone's getting shot and they're just like walking out. Like, well, it's not going to do anything. So it, just, it it wasn't like a full on sprint out of the courthouse. I like that aspect. I was like, damn, that's clever. I, I'm, I'm interested to see, because there's, there's so much tension, especially when they're doing the, the vote against the judge, and he's like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, what do you do next? I mean, what I'm already uncomfortable reading this book, because it's so fantastic, and so, um, I don't want to, not gut-wrenching, but just, what do you do when you're stuck? And they can beat the shit out of you, but you don't die. There's no end of the punishment. You know, his Laura, his mom got buried for what five days, three days in the dirt. She didn't die. She just came back out after they buried her or unburied her. 
what else can these people do to you outside of burn you and then take you out? You know, leave the, the premises of the town and now you can die. Just, Rebellion, bro. Yeah, but what do you do? I mean, it's not like you can just go bash them all. Bury or something. Put them in cement is the only thing I could come up with. I thought of Lethal Weapon 3, and I was like, you know what I would do? I'd stick you in cement. Well, just like uh, Tommy's mom. Just get apprehend him, throw him in a, in a six-foot grave, and yeah, there you go. Or tie you to a tree and then beat you with a stick. Pinata. Or do what they or, do to those cows. Yeah. Or you find the source... And you fucking end the the curse on the town, which is the blessing, but self-destruct from within. Uh, that Stillwater, I really enjoyed a lot, and so I'm going to give that a 10. That was like the um, climax of what we've been building to since issue one, so. I yeah, think, I'm at a 10 as well. I, think I mean, past that suspense. point, that's when shit's going to go down now. Like, now is like, okay, what do we do? Yeah, I agree. 10. Uh, suspenseful. I mean, those true, and like I like your uh, metaphor for Walking Dead. Like it definitely has those human moments that I mean, you could just pull on one string the tension as it goes through the entire issue, and it's just you know you're on the edge of your seat. And God, if this was issue five and issue six is the end of the arc, ish, next issue is just going to be holy shit good. I wonder when when Image decided to make six issues their first arc. I don't really care that much. Uh, ten. This is an amazing issue. <laughs> I think. It I mean, I care. I just want to know why it went from five. Because even um, that Texas Blood was a six-issue start. I think it's up to the team. Really, the team for okay. much, Yeah. Uh, Rorschach number four, chapter four. Excuse me. Tom King, Jorge Fornes, and Dave Stewart on colors here. Um, the issue four, where uh, we talked to the bodybuilder, the strong man, uh, who knew the kid as we learned about more about in issue three, uh, and uh, kind of got more information about why she is teaming up with Warshak. So if you weren't from issue three, and Alex, I know you told us before the show started, you read that too today, um, that her dad really uh, kind of trained her and taught her to be this person to kill people who were infected by the squid, like mind-controlled. Obviously, they aren't really mind-controlled. It's just if they're bad people, they say, hey, they're mind-controlled by the squid. Uh, even so much that he's like, hey, I'm mind-controlled and my life, and she did, and no hesitation whatsoever. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is probably, <laughs> issue three may be one of my favorite single issues of the whole year. Um, and, and then in this issue, she meets the strong man at a circus because she's so good at shooting uh, that they do stuff together. And uh, there's a, a guy um, at the circus who um, at a party gets drunk and, and admits that he used to beat his wife and he killed her. And she's like, he's a bad person. I'm going to kill him. She tells that to the strong man. And the strong man kills the drunk before she can to kind of protect her. And they kind of have uh, uh, um, a situation where she's like, you know who you are. I can't believe you, we, this whole time you've been lying to me. And he's uh, then towards the end, he's like, wait a second. Who do you think I am? She's like, you're Rorschach. And then he finally, they revealed this kind of thing that their dad told her and the way she believes is that at, and then a watchman like that they didn't die uh most of those people rorschach and and the comedian um and silk specter silk specter well silk specter and, and owl man are still alive at the end right they just go away um, at all 
But in this, no, though, no. they all get evaporated. Yeah, so they yeah. basically hide their souls in different bodies, except for Ozymandias, and except for Dr. Manhattan, who just went away from the Earth. So they think that those people are in other people, and so she, her goal is to find Rorschach, and help, and he's going to help them get rid of the squid, uh, probably because that book came out, you know, the his diary, and so that that seems to be the thing that a lot of people gravitate towards is his teachings from there, and they think that he's going to be the one to lead them to uh, a free world, and so she's looking for that person, and for a while, she says, "He, you're that person," and he believes it. He said, there's no reason for me not to believe it. Um, uh, she knows a lot of things, and I believe that. And so he, the next few pages are showing him basically killing whoever she said was bad until he gets caught by the FBI and put into a mental institute. Um, and he goes, yeah, I'm not Rorschach. I know that now because Rorschach would have never been caught. And he goes, I hope she finds him. And the guy's like, she's fucking dead, bro. Him and her and whoever she found to be a sucker and be Rorschach. And he laughs. He goes, no, no, no. Death doesn't stop Rorschach. You'll see. Him and the kid will, f- will find a way to come back somehow. Uh, and then yeah, the guy just holds up his drawing. He's like, hey, what do you think about my drawing? Um, I enjoy this issue not as much as issue three. I enjoy this issue because this was a lot of good information. Now I kind of see what's going on here about like the Rorschach and why there's a Rorschach still and the kid, like, why she was there. Which is funny because at the beginning of this series, if you would have told me Rorschach would have been the main force behind that, but it sounds like the kid is the main force behind it all, and she brings in these people to be Rorschach, who she says, hey, you're Rorschach. And so um, it's really her driving this, uh, which was uh, uh, very much of a surprise to me, and an enjoyable surprise. Yeah, Marvin, do you remember watching the Watchmen TV show, the girl that was, like, seducing the uh, mirror mask guy? Yeah. That's who it reminds me of, but I don't think it, it might, it probably isn't the same person, but I just thought that'd be clever if it was. But, yeah, I like the idea that there's basically Rorschach personas and the idea that, you know, Dr. Manhattan, when he phases people, they just go into other bodies, you know, not, they don't go poof and die, they just... Go somewhere else. It's like uh, Batman in college humor. Go to sleep. No, they're all asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yes, thank you. I agree. But uh, yeah, I. What do you, Alex? After four issues, yeah, have you say. changed your Have you changed your mind on how you feel about Rorschach? If the so three, I thought was fantastic. Three was a ten for me. I loved. I loved the whole thing. I liked getting all the background information, and her ruthlessness was uh, insightful. Not that I want to be that ruthless. Just she really does believe if you're under the squid mind control, boom, you're dead. Even if you're her father. Uh, four was good, and I really liked. I liked his character. I liked, I liked uh, the strong man. But I just this this one kind of backtracked me. Yes, it had good information. Uh, I'm still on board throughout the whole series. I know it's going to get much better. I know it's going to really pull me in. I'm just I'm struggling with this one, and I don't know if it's if it's the Watchmen esque stuff that I don't. I'm not a Watchmen fan. I like the books, but I've I know Marvin in the past would you know read Watchmen once a year. I don't have that. I don't. I've read it once. I'm like, yeah, this is fine. I do I think I like this book. I do think that I was. Uh, any roar, excuse me, Rorschach, any Watchmen thing that's happened post the original, like the before Watchmen stuff or even Doomsday Clock, I do think this is the best thing. Uh, that's 
came out since that original book came out. And I think it is so far on par with how good that TV show was uh, in, in a way that they're using the mythology and the characters and everything about that book, but not trying to be that book. Um, where I think before Watchmen was trying to be that book and Doomsday Clock was just a DC kind of thing and roping in the characters. Uh, this thing feels like it really took an interesting way to use that story to tell a different story. Um, and that's what I like most about it is that the world's still there because the world is so interesting. And, but necessarily, like, you don't have to love Watchmen to love this. I think you could love this more than you could Watchmen. Um, and, and really not even like Watchmen and kind of like this too, because, uh, it really is more about the, uh, kid and how she was brainwashed to kind of do this. And this detective trying to figure out what's going on. So I don't know. I, I still really enjoyed it. It doesn't, that issue, like you said, issue three was nice getting that backstory and this one here, it kind of solidified what is going on in the present day for me. Um, and so I'm really, really curious how this ends, how the rest of it goes, because um, I did feel like that was kind of uh, like enough. Like, what else is there to do? What else does he need to find out? He figured out who the the kid was. He figured out why there's no Rorschach. A uh, and we know who that Rorschach is. Is that old guy? Um, and uh, we know the kid's backstory because he found that diary. So, like, really, what else is there to... I guess we don't still don't know. Like, we know who he tried to kill, but we don't know why. So, I guess that's the story we'll get. But... Uh, say, there's, this is 12 issues, isn't it? Yeah. And we're an issue five. So, we're only a third of the way through. That's why I'm, that's why I'm so excited, because I, I have no clue mm-hmm. where it's going to go. And that's that's the most exciting thing for me, so... And if you think of, like, Strange Adventures, too, where eight, issue eight comes out this weekend, I'm like, I still don't know what the fuck's going on in that book. Like, who's who and... I mean, like, the mystery-wise. So, yeah, that's uh, one of Tom King's uh, strengths is the suspense and giving nuggets. And then it all just, I mean, he kind of writes like Hickman in a way where you get all these nuggets leading up to this huge reveal that just makes it all make sense and click. And, yeah, I'm excited for that moment. I'm going to give this an 8. I mean, for me, it was fine. I know for you guys, this was the bee's knees. I want to like this book. I just can't get into it. I don't know what my struggle is. I'm going to give this a nine. And put it into perspective, since book three was so excellent, I'm going to give this one a nine. It wasn't as great as issue three, but I still really enjoyed it. I think I'll dip. I'm probably going to go eight as well. Uh, The story, I think issue three was obviously probably the best one so far. And I think this was kind of just, you know, we were being led down the path of figuring out a lot of information. And then Tom King's like, whoa, there, guys. Uh, yeah, I just gave you a lot, so here's like a little. So that's kind of how I felt about that, but still a good issue. There you go, Rorschach number three. Next, Batman number two. Uh, Rorschach number five? Four. No, Rorschach number four. four. Rorschach number four, we are talking about three. Uh, Stillwater number five, that's the five book I was thinking about. And Catwoman, Future State number one. Uh, by the way, that is better, saying Catwoman, Future State. Enough of this Future State, Catwoman, Future State, next Batman. Make it make it underneath it. Uh, books that we review this week. Uh, make sure to go to rootsofthesswampthing.com. You're the definitive source for all things Swamp Thing. That's where you'll go to. You want to learn more about the Swamp Thing and, and check out this Ram V Swamp Thing as these two have. Uh, I have it purchased, but I haven't read it yet. Uh, that's where you'll go to figure out more. If it interests you, go there. 
Uh, 605-215-1849. That's phone number that Tom called in and told me that I talked about donut balls instead of donut holes. Uh, you can also go to uh, WednesdayComics.com and leave a message there. Or I also go to our website and uh, order some shirts there. I think, actually, by the time you're listening to this, uh, there is another sale. So they will be uh, at a good discount off, $13 uh, for a shirt instead of 20 So that's a nice deal. We have a book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents... Dark Avengers 1 through 6. You can read 9 in the annual on your own. Uh, Michael what, Brian Michael Bendis and art by, can't remember. Mike DeDito Jr. Thank you. So there we go, Dark Avengers. Wednesday Comics on Twitter. You can find Alex at Garot2188. Nope, not Alex. You can find Garrett there. <laughs> Alex at Alex Pastrello and Marvin at Marvin underscore Sogar. I'll just refer to myself in third person on accident. Um... Let us know what you're thinking about. What's the, what future state book are you picking up that uh, maybe uh, we're not getting? You liked it. What kind of what's out there that maybe uh, it sparked your interest and and we have, we're not talking about it. Let us know. Also, let me know whether or not. Um, uh, what was what was I going to say? Oh, I do want to say this before we leave here. Stillwater number five, and they've talked about this like in previous issues too. But I just thought about it in five because they mentioned that those babies are you know they don't grow out of that body but they do grow up but they never had they haven't shown them yet the rest of the babies they keep talking about all these babies uh so we are going to have an issue with a bunch of babies who are grown adults so i'm looking forward to uh seeing an 18 month old body uh well actually not even then i guess they would just be infants well i guess it depends how old they were when whenever that started because they said they can't get pregnant now post that so However, somebody who didn't get out, I'm, I'm curious they're going to have a smart little baby there. And actually, that made me excited because <laughs> Chip's really good about doing humor. And I was like, oh, he's going to have a little baby running around here talking like he's a genius. So That sounds uh, horrifying. Yeah. Well, I've seen babies. To have a baby just be telling me stuff and like, oh, my God, what the hell? I've seen babies stay out, so I know babies are smart. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Good afternoon, good morning, good night, wherever it is where you're at, wherever it is when you're listening to this. That is WednesdayComics.com. My name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone, stay healthy, stay safe, and keep turning those pages.